0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to
1: the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs. Greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hitmakers.
0: Okay, it's Thursday, and the only way to treat Thursday is head-on. We are going to power through. Um, I'm relying on Gorgeous Big Hass to actually fill in some of the personal blanks that I will inevitably have because I haven't even begun to scratch the surface of these boys' lives. Um, this is a huge group. Um, they were formed in 1981, so we's going back. We's going back big. They are, of course, the Beastie Boys, and the song that I'm going to play is their first debut song. Um, which actually was a parody. And I'll talk about what they said about the song afterwards because they're actually very concerned that they encouraged what they absolutely were taking the mickey out of in the first place. As they are doing now. Yes. And we're going to play the full song. And if you've never heard this song and you need. You absolutely need to stay in the car, even if you're near near home, you absolutely need to turn it up and you absolutely need to feel the energy. I don't care what genre of music you're into, a song like this grabs you by the throat, by the heart, and you go on the journey with it, and there's no way you can ignore it. Let's talk about these boys, they're an American hip hop group from New York City. Rap comes in quite a lot as well, lots of talk about them being a rap band, which is why when Haas earlier went, genre, genre, I know, I know, right. But I'm just saying what I read as someone yeah. researching, mm. and I knew you'd get jittery. And so when you went, what genre? I thought I'm not, I'm not going to fall down that rabbit hole no, because no. I'm going to get dissed. So, so
1: what's, what's written about them? I'm interested. Like what's written about them?
0: What's oh oh just it starts to uh, sort of through the midway rap group. This is what they, they start to That's call it. them. They became the third rap group to That's be it. included into the.
1: It's a rap group. It, it's a it's a rap. There's
0: a hip hop. Yeah. But when you said genre, I was like, um,
1: no, no, no. It's I'm not answering that. Obviously, they're, yeah. You, know, you see it, what I mean? I it, just, yeah. They're, you know, they played a big role in, in, in especially white America, um, yeah. changing, changing the narrative of, of, of rap, like hip hop. Yeah. So for me, yeah, they're definitely a rap group. I know okay. what you can hear is rock, a lot of rock, but they're rappers, man.
0: They're rappers. <laughs> okay, here we go. So let's talk about these rappers, boys, who, who are using the rock. 1981, formed in New York, the group composed of Michael Mike D. Diamond. That's the guy I talked to, Mike D.
1: Did
0: you? Mm. Amazing. Because I
1: think, who passed away? There was one member that passed away. Yeah, he died of cancer. Adam, Um, Mike D. is the person I spoke to. I was in Saudi Arabia, and uh, he was so shocked, fam, to see that there's a hip-hop radio show in, In Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Amazing. The things that we talked off air was crazy. We were mm-hmm. talking about him coming and blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
0: That would be good.
1: Mm, it sounds right. like
0: they really, and I will talk about it as well, they really um, took it hard when their member died. They, they started they,
1: writing books and, they, and experiences about, you know, th- that. And They
0: never did any new material. No. They've not done any since. They disbanded, and that's the word they used. They disbanded when they lost him, so I will tell you about that. But let's celebrate them. Mike D was on vocals and drums. You've got Adam Yaut and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly.
1: Rest in peace, yeah. Okay. Adam, yeah.
0: Uh, vocals and bass, MCA, they called him, and Adam Adrock Horovitz, and that's vocals, guitar, and programming, of course. So they were formed out of the members of an experimental hardcore punk band. Did you know that? Called the Young Aborigines in 1978. That's how far back they go. Um, Diamond was the vocalist then, and you had Jeremy Shatton on bass guitar, and you had a guitarist, John Berry, and all these good things. Um, And they got some local success. This was sort of 1983. They did a comedy hip hop single called Cookie, and and then they fully transitioned to hip hop. Um, They toured with Madonna in 1985, and a year after that, they released their debut album, which is Licensed to Ill. yeah.
1: Just go. Just tell an me. interesting...
0: Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me. No, no, no. I well, said, "Has you've got to intervene because you no, know No, no, no. It's just...
1: Uh, I, I, I'm tell sure me. it's mentioned, but um, what was it? Cookie? You said something about... Yeah. It. So... The, the, um, it has
0: another word as well, but I, it, we'll just call it Cookie Pea.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. C- correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think, I think they gain recognition from, from that because British Airways used their song ah. um, without their permission they sued British Airways, right? and they got forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 or something like that. Incredible. They got a man of money. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Beca-
1: because it was used without their permission.
0: Okay. Um,
1: wow. And, and this was what Mike he was talking about. He was like, you know, <laughs> 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 yeah, because I, I don't know. I remember I I need to pull that interview out. This is one of my You need to blog, definitely
0: pull that interview out. It was
1: like, what, 10 years ago, fam? doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, it's
0: retro yeah. now.
1: <laughs> retro interview. Yeah, so, uh, the, the, the the Yeah. Uh, it's interesting how, uh, um, revolutionary is the word, but how they came out in terms of like, you know. Yeah, it was and a comedy what- song, mm. Cookie
0: Pee, and obviously, um, you know, and, and the Madonna tour. They, they had this kind of, you know, it's all tipping points in life, isn't it? And they had these sort of tipping points. For License to Ill, um, the first rap, rap record to top the Billboard 200 chart. Um, their second album, Paul's Boutique. Um, uh, composed almost entirely of samples, um, commercial failure, but later got critical acclaim. So that one was kind of a, you know, later on it got its thing. They have sold 20 million records in the United States alone. They've got seven platinum selling albums, and that was between 86 and 2004. They're the biggest selling rap group since the Billboard began. Um, and, and, I mean, that's just staggering. They became the third rap group to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Now and with that, that was 2012. Yeah, and 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 the discussion was, um, you got you got Run DMC. Yeah, and you got BC Boys. Right. A lot of people were like, "Hey, but, you know, Mike D said it," and that was like seven years, eight years ago. Right. <laughs> he said it to me. He's like, "We're not gonna be." the Run DMC. No. It's just not, not going to happen because there's a lot of similarities. Right,
0: right. and A lot of thrashing yeah, around. A
1: lot of that because Run <laughs> DMC also uses a lot of that, you know, it and it was that, that was a big, big debate in terms of like, you know, both. I think what that's why I'm a big fan of the Beastie Boys because what they were able to bring to the table in terms of changing because, you know, some people, especially back then, there was a lot of there was obviously, it's still here, but the racism—it's yeah. still—and no, right, people right. would only listen to, for example, white artists.
0: So stay in their lane. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then what they did was like they bring that. What is hip hop? And like, oh wow! And then there's a lot of white people that like hip hop. Yeah. And this is where, till now, the discussion comes in in terms of people doing uh, taking the culture. Hip hop is an is an African American culture. Respect yeah. that. Don't don't take it away from that. So a lot of they played a big role in building that bridge and beautifully. So you can understand that hip-hop is a culture and, um, you know. Mike D said, I'm a rapper. Did he? I mean, he's no. obviously, you know. So it's interesting how we're rappers, which is very interesting. It's still in my mind, you know. Yeah. So
0: many things going on. I mean, and like you say, there's so much rock in this. But they are rappers. They came out with a comedy kooky song initially. Then they toured with Madonna. Again, strange alignment. But they did. She'll have loved that. Um, and then they got... Now, the, this is the sad bit. When they got... In 2012, they became the third rap group to be included into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was the same year that Youch died of cancer. And at that point, the Beastie Boys disbanded. Um, since then, the remaining two members have released several retrospective works. They've done a book, a documentary fil- film, sort of talking about the history of the band and them. Um, they've done a career-spanning compilation album, but they have not written any new albums and new material, and it hit them It hit them hard. Those boys are close boys, and that's what they did. Now, the next however many years, I mean, it's massive. Um, check your head and... Um, you know, um, ill communication. Um, you've got Paul's boutique. You've got Hello Nasty um, to the Five Boroughs and the Mix Up Hot Sauce Committee. Literally, it's it's reams and reams and reams of albums, music, music, all sorts of things. Um, but Yauch was 47 when he when we lost him. Mike D told um, Rolling Stone that the Beastie Boys had recorded new music in late 2011 but did not say if these recordings would ever be released. And he also said that Beastie Boys um, would likely disband due to the death of, of MCA. And then that's exactly what happened. And it just is yeah. one of those things. Yeah,
1: but, you know, like, the interesting part about what the Beastie Boys is, they only, they did, because hip-hop is a culture, so they were able to push also pop culture, the culture, out. And that's why they're like, you know, very, very monumental. A lot of people would listen to them. Again, we talked about this earlier. I would say this noise. So, so for me, yeah, this is
0: it is noise, but it's
1: good noise. Yeah, but 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 it's remember, we're talking energetic. about Prince. So you said Prince, for example, is noise. And 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 there's ah, a lot of people.
0: Careful, don't misquote me. No, oh. I said some of his albums. Some, some of his albums. Just like, but not this noise. No, no, I'm saying this
1: is. The reason why I'm saying this is because we got in an argument the other day about like I don't know last week about the Beastie Boys specifically, and we were talking mm. about that and how people view it differently because Tom party what is that yeah. it's so bad yeah. I'm talking hip hop artists.
0: well I so, need to tell you about yeah. it though I've got to tell you about this so th- this this song caused kind of um, actually a rift between the band and the people who love the song yeah. this is what's so amazing by it so here they are they've written this song it's the fourth single from their debut album, okay? It's 1986. It's one of their best-known songs. It reached number seven on the Hot 100 Billboard um, in 1987. It was later named one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 best songs that shaped rock and roll. And the song was also included in their compilation album. Blah, blah, blah. Now, the song was written by Adam Yauch, who, of course, we have lost. And the band friend... <laughs> they've all got crazy names. Tom Tommy Triphammer Cushman, who appears in the video... It's an ironic parody of party and attitude theme songs. So at the time they were listening to things like Smoking in the Boys Room and I Wanna Rock and all these kind of party songs. They wrote it literally as a Mickey take. They were doing a parody. They were sending these people up. They were wanting to literally rip them. So the irony, they said, and this is the band talking, the irony was that this was completely lost on most of our listeners. Mike D said, the only thing that upsets me is that we might have actually reinforced certain values of some people in our audience when actually we were totally different from that and we didn't want to.
1: And that's what the point I was going to. With Prince, it's the same thing. What he was Prince with who he was pushing is different than what people seen as noise or like nuts or whatever. And that's why the music is subjective in terms of like, boom. Because yeah. once you get to know the meaning behind what they're talking about, you realize, wow. And, and, and by the way, Queen falls into it. Michael Jackson definitely falls into it. I A lot of with, the greats fall into it. The here. thing
0: I was talking about with Prince, though, is not... I, I don't think I explained it properly. So with Prince, I like all his popular songs. Mm. Okay, I like all those. Yeah. You know, um, Most Beautiful Girl in the World, uh, Purple Rain... Um, Kiss, all of these, these are mega songs. But what you gotta know about Prince is a back catalogue of about a 1,000 and um, a 1,200 songs that aren't those. So he did write, you know, 30 amazing hits, but the rest are all a bit weird, and you're like, is that a noise? And that's kind of what I was meaning about the Prince thing, because clearly he's, he's an incredible songwriter. But this is the only band that I've ever done, certainly on the Music Greats, and I've done nearly 400 songs now. Um, where a band has said, yeah, I think we accidentally reinforced the thing that we were kind of taking the mickey out of and trying to make a statement on. So that's kind of what they did. Now, the video, lastly, before I actually play the song in full, otherwise you're going to be sick of it. Um, the music video for Fight For Your Right. It's shortened to Fight For Your Right. It's actually You Gotta Fight For Your Right. That's the full name of the song. It begins with a mother and father, they're, they're, they're going out and they're saying to their kids, listen, you boys, Be very good tonight, please. We're going to go out for dinner. They shut the door and the boys decide to have a party and they're hoping that no bad people show up. And, of course, then you get Ad Rock, Mike D, MCA, all kind of cracking in and it turns into a massive party, massive food fight, troublesome people in the house Um, There's there's smashing things, they get a massive um, the pie fight is a big deal. Now there was a girl in the video and she actually was a friend of one of the band members, Um, I'm just trying to find her name, I know the story but I can't think of the name Anyway, she, she um, she was at university around the corner, she knew one of them and they said, do you want to be in the video? She was like, yes I want to be in the video. She said, I deliberately avoided getting any of this pie gloop on me when they were filming it. She said, because we didn't have enough money to do it properly. So we've got all the cans of the um, the spray cream from the dumpsters at the back of the supermarkets and it was off. So it smelled really bad and it was all rancid. And she said, by the time they finished s- filming this scene where the party's going nuts, everyone smelt of rotten eggs and it was really, really bad because they didn't have any money, you know. So that whipped cream. Now you've got to watch the video and see. And uh, she said, I didn't have a drop on me. I literally made sure I didn't. Also, there were bad eggs, rotten eggs. Oh, awful, awful. Let's play the song. We're going back to the 1980s. You gotta fight for your right to party. The Beastie Boys. Kick it. No more needs to be said. 26 minutes past six to the music greats on Home on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 5pm.